this one's a heartbreaker. Today I'm talking about Aftersun. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. friends, welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about After Sun, which is a, um, a movie from 2022, and it was a highly critically acclaimed one, and one that isn't for everybody, uh, for reasons I'll get into shortly. But yeah, um, this one is a heartbreaker, to say, to say the least, and I think it's, very, it's a very different approach to a very um, familiar topic. But uh, yeah, so without further ado, let's get started. Recently, one of my favorite film analysis YouTubers, Patrick H. Willems, put out a video about what he dubbed vibe movies, or movies with great stories that are loose on plot, or rather movies where the story and its impact is less about the plot beats versus the feeling. And I highly recommend the video, because I think it captures something I've been trying to say about movies for a long time. That the emphasis on logical, straightforward storytelling can be a crutch, especially when you look at a movie like After Sun that is all about the feelings it invokes. The film follows eight-year-old Sophie, who is enjoying a holiday in Turkey with her 30-year-old father, K- Callum. While the pair are thoroughly enjoying their time together, there are hints that Callum isn't as happy as he presents himself to Sophie. So, After Sun is a tough movie to talk about without half-spoiling the premise, so if you'd like to go in cold, I completely understand. And if you want to know why I, and a lot of other more prominent critics, have been talking about this movie, here we go. First, we have Making Meaning Out of Memories. One of the downsides of the human brain is that it desperately wants to fill in the blanks, especially about the most impact, the most impactful people and events in our lives. Very few things can just be. There has to be meaning or reason behind it all. And After Sun is essentially a movie-long version of that. This is grown Sophie attempting to make sense of this time with her father and who he was, what he was dealing with, and beyond. Visually, this is aided by the retro aesthetics, the VHS segments, and the drifts between past and present, like a living memory that keeps intruding upon the present. Of course, one of the hardest parts is that the deeper you dig into these memories, the harder it becomes to piece together truth or insight, which makes the distance between Sophie and Callum feel farther and farther. Which brings us to Paul Mescal as Callum. Paul Mescal has rightfully been given a ton of praise for this performance, which is, in a word, devastating. As always, it is easy to point to the big moments where Callum's facade he's been trying to maintain falls down, or how greatly they contrast with the nice moments where Callum and Sophie are on the same page. And rightfully so, because Mescal nails all these ups and downs really well. But where Mescal will rip your goddamn heart out is in its quiet moments, where he reveals just enough to make you curious or sad. Like an offhanded comment to a lifeguard about how he didn't expect to make it to 31, or how the purchase of a rug stops him dead in his tracks. These moments, especially for anyone who experiences extreme depression or knows how people who, people who do wrecked me in its honesty. Which brings us to the elephant in the room and the pall hanging over this movie. What happened to Callum? Something a lot of people will find frustrating about After Sun is that it is not direct, at least not in the text about what happened to Callum, but it's all in inference through visuals, and that is frustrating. But it's also the same frustration that Sophie is dealing with. While it is never said out loud, it is heavily implied that this vacation was the last time Sophie saw her father, who, based on all evidence, likely completed suicide after this trip, alive. 
This is why the flashes to current Sophie feature Callum at the same age, and why we get all of these pointed moments where Callum seems to disappear or pass out on a bed naked, or any other little tie in his behavior that seems to be in his place. Or tick, rather. The movie is Sophie desperately looking for answers, and sadly not being able to find them, because even if he had written a note or they had more time together, that would just be another video or another memory to comb through for clues that won't solve the mystery. And it is devastatingly human and feels incredibly honest for anyone who has experienced and is still dealing with this kind of loss. You want answers that you just can't find. You want connection that's impossible to forge, so you plumb your memories to find and feel that connection again. After Sun is searching for answers, it knows it won't find, and it's all the more beautiful and heartbreaking for it. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.